0: Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? FM presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
1: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm your host, Maria Retan, and it's great to be here today. I'm so glad that you could join me. It's a really special day here. This is a brand new show, and this is the very first episode right here. Every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, you can check out Purse Strings. Which you may be wondering, what the heck is purse strings? I don't know what that means. Well, our focus is on marketing to women. We're going to share insight on how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful majority in this country. Women make up 51% of the population out there, and we're in charge of 80% of the spending, and that number keeps going up all the time. So if you're currently not marketing to women, you obviously need to be doing it. And so I'm hoping that over the course of the next half hour and every, each and every week, every Tuesday, you're going to learn something new about marketing to women. Well, first, a little bit about me since this is the very first show. I think an introduction is in order. Um, I'm a principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We also have offices across the country, San Francisco, Denver, and New York. I chair our Marketing to Women practice, and we've been marketing to women over the past 16 years. Before my career in public relations, I spent 15 of it in broadcast news doing a little bit of everything. I was a writer, a reporter, a producer. I managed newsrooms, newsrooms all over the country. I even ran around and got coffee for people. And, you know, when you start in TV, you do a little bit of everything. But I am really excited and pleased to add Webmaster Radio FM to that list today. So here's my promise to you. If you tune in every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, this is what I'll be delivering on Purse Strings. First, you're going to learn something about women that you didn't know before you tuned in. Here's my first tidbit. Okay, I thought that since today is the debut show, and obviously the show is called Purse Strings, it made perfect sense to kind of give you a little tidbit about purses, right? So here's the first one. Did you know that last year alone, the purse industry's annual revenue was $500 million? Obviously, there's a lot of women out there buying a lot of purses, and we know that what drives that market are designer purses. The average cost of a designer purse is 1200 bucks. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't afford a lot of designer purses, and in fact, I don't think I have a single solitary one in my closet, so that confession right there on the table for you today. But, it was interesting, I was checking out a little web video on, on New York Times website um, captured over the weekend columnist Deborah Solomon was going around New York asking New Yorkers about designer handbags. And of course, it's New York. So let's keep that in mind. Okay, I'm in Minneapolis. I'm not in New York. But most people that she approached and asked if they had a designer handbag either had one or thought it was reasonable to spend thousands of dollars on these bags. Well, what was really interesting to me when I watched it was there was this 20-something-year-old who looked that, you know, she was probably mid-20s. And when Deborah asked her, well, are you going to buy one of these bags? She said, yeah, I'm going to buy a bag next week. It's a Chanel bag, and it's going to cost $3,000. And <laughs> so Deborah said, so how are you going to pay for that? You know, are you going to get a mortgage, or what are you going to do? And she said, no, her mom was going to pay for it. Now, that is what I should have been doing all along. I should have been asking my mom to pay for these bags, but I guess I'm just not that quick on the trigger. So anyway, mission accomplished in the first two minutes of the show. Hopefully you learned something you didn't know. Second, you're going to meet a guest who's an expert on re- reaching women every single week. And I am so excited to tell you about my first guest, who you're going to meet in just a minute. Her name is Kelly Styring. She's a consumer strategist, a former director of consumer strategy for Frito-Lay, and a former market researcher for Procter & Gamble. She launched her own consumer research business based in Oregon. It's called Insight Farm. And I first learned about Kelly back in April when I attended a Marketing to Women conference at the Chicago Cultural Center, and she was named best speaker of the entire show. And you're going to know why, because When she comes on, she's going to blow you away. What I found fascinating is her proprietary research that she had done that she shared with us during the course of that um, two-day coursework. And what it is is what's inside women's purses. That's right. She devoted an entire research project on what's inside women's purses. And I think what she's going to share with you will blow you away. It's, It's fascinating. And at times you'll probably laugh out loud But it really shines the light on how marketers can connect with women through their purses. So, this is not just a fun research project. There's actually valuable information that you're going to take away from this. So, she'll be up after the break in just a few minutes. But the third promise I have for you is each and every week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper on a specific demographic. And as I said, purses are a reoccurring theme throughout the course of this show. So we're going to take a look at a purse profile every week. And of course, they're going to have cutesy names for designer handbags. First up is the Coach Queen. There are 1.6 million of them out there. Now, if if you're listening, just kick back, kind of close your eyes. I want you to get a vision of this woman in your mind's eye. She's in her mid-30s. She's staying at home, although she's choosing to stay at home. She's got a college degree. That's because hubby, or the partner, is going out and making, an, making about $115,000 a year. She has the 2.5 kids at home, and she's probably living in a city, say Boston, Chicago, Detroit, maybe San Francisco, but she's not willing just to hang out at the house. She's really interested in maintaining her looks, the looks of her home. She travels a lot. She stays in great places. She likes the spa treatments. But at the end of the day, she's really focused on her family. Family events are done in grand scale. But she's also environmentally friendly, too. She's always looking, you know, to save the environment here and there. And she's always shopping for the best price. She may be able to afford the coach bag, but she also hits the clearance rack. So if you're a marketer, how are you going to connect with the coach queen? Now, she's got money to burn and she's got time to shop. Well, like most women... She's influenced by her friends. She listens to what they have to say, and she influences them. And also, um, she's interested in what the store environment's like. If, you, if she walks in and she's not feeling the groove of the store environment, she is just going to walk right back out. And what she sees in magazines really influence her. She's reading Oh at Home, Martha Stewart Living, Traditional Home, but she's also checking out People and Shape and Parenting, and she's online checking out her, you know, her social network on iVillage and ebay and amazon.com and she's also checking into what the kiddies are watching online and on tv so that includes nickelodeon and disney and hd tv tlc of course and you know she's staying at home so she's doing a little cooking so she's checking out food network as well but this is what kind of cracks me up too is she's watching the america's next top model in the bachelor now i didn't think anybody was watching the bachelor anymore but i guess the coach queen is The kind of products that appeals to this woman is MAC, Lancome, Kendall Jackson wine. You know, she picks up a little Vera Wang on the side, maybe some Ralph Lauren. So this is a woman who definitely wants to maintain her style and has a higher uh, standard of living. So that's our Coach Queen. Next week, uh, we're going to be checking out the uh, Dior Diva. But right now, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to be back with Kelly Styring from Insight Farm. She's going to tell us about... How marketers can benefit from knowing what she now knows—what lurks inside women's purses. Purse strings will be back after the
0: break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to: shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
2: from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce
3: Clay Incorporated. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnik Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Milnik Media's got some poor people who know their ass. From their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them newfangled plasma TVs? Well, cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ring tones—hell, we got them all. Yeah! Hey there, it's cousin Jeremy. Get on over to m i l l n i c media and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig.
0: Guys, are you suffering from ED? email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? Then let JPGmail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPGmail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists. To enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction, we'll give you guys the ultimate tools and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement where you need it the most. jpgmail.com
3: Flashback, November 16th, 2004. The beginning of webmasterradio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world webmasterradio.fm has become one of the fastest growing internet media outlets on the planet our trade show coverage is second to none we have brought you speeches and interviews from the most influential names in search affiliate marketing and public relations eric schmidt andrew hayward john battell keith Ferra jim lansard jason Calcanis. and that's just the begin trade show coverage on demand now at webmasterradio.fm
2: Get clicked,
3: covered, and on. all week long on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: We're everywhere. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Hey, welcome
1: back to Purse Strings. Let's get right to Kelly Steirin, Principal at in Insights Farm. Kelly, you've got the know the lowdown on the woman uh, carrying the big bags around. You know, when when I'm walking around, I see these women carrying these big bags on their arms, and I'm always wondering what are in those bags. You actually went out and got some answers. I do have a little bit of lowdown on that, and I want to thank you for uh, having me on today. It's a pleasure Uh, to talk with you. Well, we're thrilled to have you on today. I I really want to... Um, have you share about your research project, In Your Purse, Archaeology of the American Handbag, because I know it has sparked a book, which, by the way, guys, can be found on InYourPurse.com, and we're going to um, do a little shout-out about that at the end here. But can tell me a little bit about how you conceived purses as a research project. Sure. I've been a consumer
4: strategist and a consumer researcher for more than 15 years. I've worked with Fortune 100 companies and small companies as well. And over the course of that time, I've done hundreds of interviews in-home where I talk to real, living, breeding people about what they want and desire in, in order to make products better, um, in order to help companies do that. And I've spent thousands of hours in stores watching people shop and talking with them about the retail environment and that experience. And it occurred to me that, you know, women are almost 100% of my focus because they purchase 70% of all the goods that are purchased in typical retail stores. However, you know, there was this one completely unexplored thing, and it was the purse. And it occurred to me that it's the only physical object that links the home where the needs are created and the store where those needs are fulfilled through transactions. And yet I couldn't find a shred of information in the market research literature or any of the typical sources that I go to. So I felt like it was a unique opportunity to... Gain some insight into this really important group of shoppers and help my clients kind of further their knowledge base and, and their, help their businesses grow.
1: Well, how did you approach the project? Because, you know, just coming up to strange women wanting to
4: go in their purses,
1: <laughs> I'm sure well, you got a few looks.
4: It was, it, it was quite something, and I did get a few looks. Um, well, market research has for many, many years relied upon live interviewing to, to gain knowledge, and so a lot of that interviewing happens in the shopping malls. And so you've seen them. They're those ladies with the clipboard that you try to avoid because you're in a hurry and they want you to come and taste some yogurt. Or yeah, actually, I dodge you guys. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. No, everybody does, and I do too, shamelessly, I'm, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> but um, it occurred to me that, you know, the shopping mall really is the natural habitat, so to speak, of the purse, and that this would be a perfect way to do this study. So I went to shopping malls in Portland, Oregon, and Dallas, Texas, and I approached women and asked them if they would participate in a study on women's products. Once I got their agreement to that level of, of uh, commitment, I took them to a conference room, which is typically how this happens in shopping malls. And then I told them exactly what we were going to do, that we were going to have them empty out their purse. We were going to go through absolutely every item. We were going to inventory it down to the last snotty tissue and take a photograph of absolutely everything in it. You know, did, did they feel comfortable with that? Did they want to continue? So they had the option to opt out. And of the 100 women that made it through the first screen, absolutely zero, no one. Wow. Um, We are a
1: sharing bunch, aren't we? We We are. are. You know what? I have to
4: say something about these women. They were generous. They were thoughtful. It was a wonderful experience. And I don't always have a wonderful experience. You know, not every category is exciting to study. Um, I've literally had jobs of watching people read the newspaper. It's not always that interesting. But in this case, um, they were really warm and generous and, and giving and honest, and, and it made the study really work.
1: So they, they dump out all this stuff. What do you, what do, you do with that? Do you <laughs> categorize them? What, what do you do? Yeah, we did a couple of
4: things. It, it was a combination of kind of quantitative interviewing, so you know, wanting to know what objects were there in a basic inventory. I had them do some prioritizing for me, show me you know, most important to least important, And then I had them tell me some stories, you know, so tell me about your first purse. Do you remember any special purses? Have you ever lost, had a purse um, stolen or lost a purse? How did that feel to you? What would it be like if we didn't have purses? What would you do? Um, Why do you carry it? And and then trying to, you know, really uncover in that why, you know, what is its role in life? And how, what are the gaps? How could it be improved?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to share with you, if I were to dump out the contents of my purse, you would find probably like four things. Well, that's a a blackberry, because, you know, we always have to be wired everywhere we go. That's right. Um, A wallet with absolutely no money in it. Right, absolutely no money. I don't know if you found that trend or not. We did, actually. No money. You probably have some change floating around in the box. (laughs) And chewed gum wrapped in scraps of paper because I have <laughs> children that just hand me their trash Yes, and, and a bunch of receipts. And, that, you know, we call it good. That's it. That's, the That's right. Of <laughs> That's right.
4: Well, you're a very lean traveler, let me just say. We found, on average, almost 70 items in each purse. Wow. And some purses had more than 200 items. So where it was intended to be a 30-minute interview on occasion, it went over an hour. And we found all the things that you'd expect. So you mentioned your financials and your um, communication devices, things like that. A few unexpected things, and um, trash was among those. Almost more than half of all bags have some kind of trash mm-hmm. in them.
1: Yeah. Well, that's and probably,
4: it, yeah, 10 pounds of the 20-pound bag. It, it can be. It can be. And then we found a few surprises along the way that I think they forgot were in there, or they may not have volunteered for the study. Mm. So Just a few, you know, kind of fun things. Any weapons? Uh, We did. You know what? Uh, 14% of of purses carry weapons, and um, that's one out of six. So anytime you're in a group of of women, there's some potential that there's a weapon of some sort. I did not find any guns, so I suppose women don't feel a need to carry their firearms to the mall. That could be part of that. Oh, that's a relief. It is a relief. But I did find knives, and many of those knives were um, illegal in length. Over four inches um, is not... uh, is considered a concealed weapon in most states. Hmm. So I, I, I found it to be a curious and interesting uh, way to defend yourself because it's so intimate. You have to get fairly close to someone to, to use a weapon. So that was somewhat revealing as well.
1: Well, I, I will say that your findings align a little bit with my totally unscientific uh, <laughs> research project that I conducted with my colleagues here oh, at Professor Spong. Perfect. Congress- Perfect. I asked them this week on one single day to dump out the contents of their handbags mm-hmm. and then report back to me. Mm-hmm. And I found, yes, there were mementos in there, like an Irish rosary right. and a love note from a husband. Right. You know, everybody had a cell phone and lots of iPods. Lots of food. People around here love their food. There was one person who even had a wine opener. Okay. I thought very okay. prepared of her. You know, you never know when you're going to need to open <laughs> you up a bottle of wine you might have an
4: emergency needs. That's
1: exactly right. <laughs> well, you know, we're really healthy. We've got uh, you know Band-Aids, cop drops, a exactly. diaper. Exactly. Well, you know what's that? the mom?
4: Exactly. Well, what we are finding is that women are
1: carrying
4: things that they believe prepare them to be successful in their day. And that can be quite varied because women have different measures of success and different demands based on their lifestyle and, their, and what comprises their day. But it, there is a compulsion, in, in, I will call it that, because you know, women do feel a very strong need to have um, the items that they need to be prepared, not only to handle their own needs and their own situation, but family, friends, and even complete strangers.
3: Complete
1: strangers?
4: Um, yes, and in fact, um, last week, my father nicked his thumb on a drill bit in a hardware store, and a woman whipped out a Band-Aid like a six-gun in the Wild West. And
1: it was <laughs> appreciative
4: mom. of it, but I have to tell you, she felt good about having it. She felt good about helping someone. And women are nurturing and caring and radiate that outward. Mm. And so this, you can almost think of the purse as a, um, the Swiss Army knife of womanhood. It has all the tools in it that they need. However, think about this. It's this important organizational tool and it carries all these fundamentally important things. And yet it's a disorganized to p- of disaster. It's yeah. very
1: difficult to find things. When and I know and I know too that you're gonna share some ways that marketers can kind of you know, bridge that gap between, you know, sack of trash <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe a gold mine. So we're going to take a quick break, Great. and then when we get back, maybe you can bridge the gap for us just, and talk about uh, the, you know, what the so what is here for marketers. So we'll be back on Purse Strings after the break.
0: Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
2: Out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated.
0: Guys, are you suffering from ED, email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? Then let JPG Mail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPGmail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email Enhancement, where you need it the most, jpgmail.com.
3: What are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. (laughs) I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. (laughs) Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at revenue.today.com. Oh, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to revenue.today.com. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all, Yoga? My name is Barry Schwartz. I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the the Force. No, the Schwartz. But something to check out. Discover the power of Barry Rusty Brick Schwartz and the Search in Your Roundtable on the Pulse. the Pulse. On demand anytime. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Warning: Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm, stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere.
0: Her Things is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
1: Hey, thanks for joining me today on Purse Strings. It's our very first show, so if you're just checking us out, we're here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock. I'm a really lucky woman today. I'm joined by Kelly Stiring, principal of Insight Farm, who's been telling us a little bit about her research project involving women's purses. And, and Kelly, you were just getting ready to tell me about bridging the gap between what's in the purse and kind of what's not being met, the needs that aren't being met in the purse, and maybe the opportunity for marketers.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's always... Um, fun to sit back and say, this was a great study I learned so much. But if you don't apply that and really create a, a platform of consumer insight around which um, businesses can grow, then, then I really haven't done my job very well. So part of what I'm trying to do is dig deeply enough into each of my studies to provide insight that's inspiring. And so one of my challenges, as because I did this study for myself, I didn't have a client for it. I I had to challenge myself to kind of play both roles and say, okay, if I were going to grow a business, you know, how would I think about this? Well, a couple of things to note. One is that there are 88 million adult women that carry a purse every day, and they carry between two and three of them. So if you think about that math, there are twice as many purses, little homes away from home in circulation, than there are households in America. So there are 212 million little purses running around. People don't tend to move everything from purse to purse. They tend to move a couple of key items, but they'll leave a lot of things behind. So if you're in the chapstick business, if you're in the gum business, you have the opportunity to sell into all 212 million homes. That's a pretty big number from the standpoint of a business opportunity. That's a huge number. Exactly. And so when we start thinking about it in that way, the next place that we want to look to discover on our kind of path to, toward discovery is what's working, what's not, what are the conflicts, what are the, how do people um, compensate for the failure of a product? And so some examples are, you know, it's the most important organizational tool in her life and yet it's really a very disorganized mess. That makes it difficult to find the item that you need when you need it. So think if you had a toolbox, right? And when you open up the toolbox, everything's in a little slot, there are places for things you know where your tools are. A purse is really just a sack into which we throw a bunch of stuff. And so it's very hard to find things that's not organized very well. When we're unable to find something, women blame themselves. "Oh, I'm disorganized." No. Your purse is poorly designed. And the I love product, you,
1: Kelly. Thank
4: you. It is not that's
1: completely <laughs> blame it. such a failure. It's
4: completely blame the victim, right? But we do it. We take it on ourselves. You said, Oh, I have trash in here because my kids, you know, create this trash. Well, you know, why can't the product be designed in such a way that it could be disposed of without being wrapped in paper? You know, there's there's something missing in that product design and, So that brings me to kind of point two, once we get through kind of organization and what I'll call findability, the ability to find things, then we have um, cleanliness and and hygiene. You know, we put a lot of products in our purse that, quite frankly, become um, destroyed or unhygienic, and they were designed to go on your lips, go in your mouth. You know, we have feminine products that come unwrapped in the bottom of the purse, and when the moment of truth happens, you can't use the product. And so... Why, as a brand marketer, would I not be inspired to solve for that? Because if I'm, let's say I'm a cosmetic company and I'm selling you a $20 lipstick, I display it, I spend you know millions of dollars on package development, and advertising, and, and design, and I display it in a jewelry case under perfect lighting, and you purchase it and you put it in your purse, and about a month later you pull it out, it's so um, scratched and destroyed, it's no longer lovely. Um, you can't read the label to know what the color was. So if you wanted to buy another one, you couldn't. And when you open it up, you have to pull a little piece of hair off the end of it before you use it. This is not an ideal product experience. So as a brand marketer, I'm, my goal is to inspire innovators and product developers to solve for some of these conflicts and and therefore succeed, you know, or thrive in the environment of the purse in this is away yeah. from home. It's untapped,
1: obviously, because I think so it's many of us are walking around disorganized right. with lots of stuff that's not working for us in our purse. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, a call out here to, mar- to marketers and, and uh, developers and R&D folks, we need some of those things to help us. And I think, I think you're right. I think we would actually go purchase these things if we felt it gave us more control. I think it's quite possible.
4: I mean, one way that we know this for sure is how people are compensating. So when I look in the bag, about a third of them have a Ziploc bag of some sort right. with something in it. You know, that's an indicator that the product is not working well if I have to compensate for its failure by including something like that to separate things that I want to keep clean, that I want to keep special. Um, you mentioned keepsakes earlier. Mm-hmm. Purses are loaded with keepsakes from photographs to special keychains. You know, we're putting in here precious items, and yet purses are easily lost and stolen and the items inside, you know, are not really durable enough for that environment. Um, it's
1: a on tragedy. An, when it I, is. It's a terrible tragedy. Now, I know that you've kind of parlayed this into a book. Let me tell our, tell our viewers and our listeners out there about the book and where we can find it.
4: Sure. What I tried to do with the book was capture the stories, because these, these were fascinating, wonderful, generous women who gave me their time and gave me some very intimate stories about um, purses and how they fit into their lives. And so I did write a book. It's called In Your Purse, Archaeology of the American Handbag. It can be found at inyourpurse.com as well as uh, amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. So it's an online uh, release. Um, And so what I tried to do was capture enough of the data that people could at least understand that it was a research study and that it does have a foundation um, in that. But I tried to emphasize the stories and you know stories about a woman and and how not only did she leave her purse on top of her car, but she ran over it herself on the freeway. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Stories about a woman who defended herself with her purse. So a gentleman was accosting her on a bus, and she hit him with the purse, and the bus driver threw her off the bus. Okay. So just a, a litany of stories, and then I tell a few of my own, which are intended you know to be amusing and entertaining and engaging so that I can capture the attention of anyone who would be interested in this topic and improving the lives of women. By well, you,
1: you definitely are entertaining and engaging, and I'm, I'm so appreciative that you can make time today um, to join me on, on Purse Strings, our very first show. And it's just kind of uh, ironic that your fabulous book and project in your Purse, Archaeology of the American Handbag, and you're my first guest. So I really do thank you for that. And if you want to um, engage Kelly for perhaps a speaking engagement, I know Kelly's making um, the the rounds there, you can check out her website at insightfarm.com. And also her book, a reminder, it's at inyourpurse.com or amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. So, Kelly, thanks so much for being on, and best of luck to you. Yes, and thank you. It's a pleasure to be a part of something new and exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. I appreciate it. And before I go, I want to say thanks so much to my producer, George, for guiding me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of Pear Strings Net. me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of Pear Strings Net. me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of Pear Strings Net next, next Tuesday at three. Mary Dean, president and chief creative officer of Kick Skirt, will be joining me. That's based in Austin, Texas. We're going to be talking about successful campaigns that use real women. In other words, not those stick-straight models. So are we tired of seeing ourselves as we really are? The backlash against the anti-beauty next time on Purse Strings. Appreciate you checking us out today. As a reminder, next Tuesday, 3 o'clock. We'll see you then. The right. First program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of purse string snit me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of pursest string snit me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of pursest string snit me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of pursest string snit me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of pursest string net me include- through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of purse See me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of pursest Knit. me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of purse stringsnit me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of purse See me through this very first program he makes it incredibly easy join me again for another edition of purse strings Nets, Nest- me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of purse strings pinch- nets, mét- knitting back- me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of purse strings nets, knitting me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of purse strings nets, knitting me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition of purse strings nets, knitting me through this very first program, he makes it incredibly easy. Join me again for another edition a purse strings net.